Eden by Catman Part 10 of the Fantasies series Read by Literarian He'd never admit it, not for anything, but Crowley loved when Aziraphale dragged them on little adventures like this. He frequently bitched and moaned about going, which was only appropriate for a demon and fully expected by Aziraphale, but he rarely really meant it. If it made his love happy to do something stupid and couple then it made Crowley happy too. He was a slave to Aziraphale's pleasure, both of them knew it, and both of them loved it. To his credit, Aziraphale never mentioned it, thereby forcing Crowley into a situation where he'd have to lie to save his pride. He merely suggested happy little outings, let Crowley complain a bit, then they'd go off to do whatever Aziraphale wanted. It was an effective system they'd been using for at least a couple thousand years, but much more often since the apocalypse, and it suited them both fine. The sun was bright and hot in the orchard where Crowley was currently slouched against a tree, while Aziraphale picked apples happily. Aziraphale was humming to himself as he went, plucking ripe-looking apples from the tree above him and placing them in the basket on his arm. Crowley, despite being willing to go along, was not willing to hang a basket from his arm and pick fruit, so he busied himself with slouching against the next tree over, watching Aziraphale with a dopey half-smile on his face, using little miracles to make sure each apple Aziraphale selected was ripe and warm-free, and having little flashbacks to another time, in another garden, when he'd first met the love of his life. Aziraphale picked one last green apple, inspected it, then placed it into his full basket. There, I think that should be enough for a pie, don't you? I think that's a gracious plenty. Are you ready to go? Yes, I suppose so. I just need to pay the man. Crowley waved his hand carelessly. Already taken care of. Aziraphale gave him a fond look. You darling creature, you're so kind. No, I'm not. My motives are entirely selfish, I assure you. The angel patted him on the arm condescendingly. Of course they are, dear. They made their way to the Bentley, and Crowley watched fondly as Aziraphale settled his basket of apples in just so, making sure they were secure. Then he bundled Aziraphale into the car, and off they went, back towards London. Well, that was quite a refreshing little break, wasn't it? I'm glad you had fun, Angel. Oh, I had oodles of fun. Thank you so much for humoring me. Crowley muttered something indistinct, saying, I'm always happy to humor you, or even, you're welcome, would be a breach of their silent pact, but thankfully, Aziraphale didn't seem to require that. 
Do you know what today reminded me of? Aziraphale asked brightly from his place in the passenger seat. What's that? Eden and how we met. Crowley grinned. Funny you should say that. I was thinking the same thing. You were? Of course. How could I not? Being with you in a garden with a tree bearing fruit. The fruit in Eden was much different, Aziraphale pointed out. Yes, I know, but it still sparked a memory for me. A happy one of our first meeting. What did you think on that day? Do you remember? When I met you? Yes. Crowley gave a lopsided grin. You're fishing, Angel. Aziraphale's cheeks coloured. Maybe a bit. The demon chuckled. <laughs> I remember seeing you and thinking you were by far the most beautiful thing in that garden. I wanted to talk to you, but wasn't quite sure how to do it. To be honest, I was more than a bit afraid of you smiting me back down to hell. Why would I have done that? It's what any other angel would have done. Well, I'm not any other angel, Aziraphale replied loftily. Crowley snorted. <laughs> no, you're not, and thank fuck for that. But I didn't know that at the time, so I was wary. Curious, though. He turned the question back to Aziraphale. Why? What were you thinking when you met me? It was much the same. Wary, but curious. To be honest, I was trying to figure you out. I knew you were a demon, but you seemed so kind. You had been sent to make trouble, but you'd made it in such an intriguing way. You didn't incite them to violence, only into taking a bite of forbidden fruit. You'd done so with temptation, which didn't seem all that evil to me, and that was fascinating. And I'm not sure whether you knew it or not, but you very much tempted me. Crowley glanced over at him, his eyes wide. I did? Oh, yes, indeed. But I wasn't even trying to tempt you. I know that. And even if you had tried to tempt me, I'd have been too afraid to do anything at that time. But I spent many, many years thinking about what it might have been like if you had tempted me and I'd given in. It's been quite the fantasy for me ever since. One corner of Crowley's mouth quirked up into a smile. A fantasy, you say? Yes, Aziraphale answered primly, his hands on his lap. It's been a long-standing sexual fantasy of mine. Crowley's smirk grew. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? That depends. Are you thinking that you and I should act this out as soon as we can? That's exactly what I'm thinking, Angel. Aziraphale's eyes twinkled at Crowley. How long
long do you think it'll take you to find a suitable location? Crowley's cock was twitching in his pants already. Not long. A day or two. I think I can wait a day or two. So long as you make love to me tonight, after we have pie. Anything you want, Angel. Crowley had scoured London for a location to replicate Eden, but kept coming up empty. Finally, after a day and a half of frustration, he settled on using extensive miracles on his plant room to get it the way he wanted. He hadn't done a half-bad job either, he thought. It wasn't exact, but it was close enough. The real test would be what Aziraphale thought of it, and Crowley was a bit nervous. But when Aziraphale arrived that evening and Crowley showed what he'd done, the angel was delighted and Crowley was thrilled. He left Aziraphale in the simulated Eden with a kiss and an I love you, so they could each perform the miracles necessary to get into character. It was just a matter of changing into robes for Aziraphale, but Crowley had to grow his hair out, so it took a minute longer to miracle. Once he was satisfied, he gave himself a nod in the bedroom mirror and set out to go find Aziraphale. He found the angel near where he'd left him. Aziraphale was back in his flowing robes, his bare feet poking out from under the white linen, standing by the tree, looking up at it. Crowley took a second to look at him, loving him completely, then put on a smile and sauntered into the fragrant, humid room. Hello, Aziraphale. Aziraphale turned around, then gave a tentative smile when he spotted Crowley. Oh, hello, Crowley. Hello, Angel. How are you? I'm fine, just fine. No trouble from upstairs about you-know-what? Hmm? Oh, no, not a peep about that so far. In fact, there's been hardly a peep about anything. How about you? Accommodation, Crowley replied, but no new directives. Yes, I haven't gotten any new instructions either. And to be quite honest, I'm not entirely sure what to do with myself now that the humans have left. Crowley shrugged. Why do anything? Why not just enjoy the time off? That would be sloth. Aziraphale said snippily. Nah, don't think of it like that. Think of it as a reward for a job well done. A bit of vacation time in paradise. Angels don't get vacation time. That's a pity. They were silent a little while, Crowley grinning, while Aziraphale looked unsure how to continue. Bit boring around here, isn't it? Crowley said, now that they've gone. Aziraphale sighed. Ah, yes, it's a bit more dull around here. 
humans do tend to liven up the place with their presence. And they certainly had unique ways of keeping themselves busy, Crowley said with a smile. What do you mean? Didn't you see them? I saw them do lots of things, Aziraphale replied evasively. Yeah, but didn't you ever see them fucking? Oh, how vulgar! Crowley raised an eyebrow. You're offended by the act? No, of course not. It was designed by God for the humans to enjoy, after all. Then what do you find objectionable? Aziraphale darted his eyes around, as if looking for anyone that may overhear him. You called it fucking, he finally said in a low voice. Well, that's what they're doing, Crowley pointed out. I know, but such a crass word for such a beautiful act. Crowley's eyes widened. You found it beautiful? Of course I did. It was created by God, after all, and her creations are beautiful. Care to try it? Aziraphale looked aghast. You're joking! I'm not. I'm very serious. It looked like fun and I'm curious. Shall we give it a go? But, but you're a demon! Yes, and... I couldn't possibly. Who's to know? Of course heaven would find out. Or would they? They don't know about you giving away the sword, do they? Aziraphale flushed. That's very different. How so? It just is. I can't be going around sullying myself with the damned. You wouldn't be sullying yourself, Angel. You said yourself that it was a beautiful thing, created by God. Yes, for the humans. And aren't you supposed to guard the humans? Of course. Well, how are you supposed to guard them if you don't understand them fully? Aziraphale sputtered, searching for an answer. And Crowley grinned. Out of the question, he finally managed. Come on, what would be the harm? The act was intended for a man and a woman. Crowley smiled brighter. Exactly. So two supernatural beings fucking could hardly be a sin. It wouldn't even count. I can't imagine how it wouldn't be a sin. I've just told you how it wouldn't be. You know I'm right. Aziraphale set his jaw and looked away, making Crowley grin. He was just so cute. Look, how about this? You and I have a seat here on the soft patch of grass under the tree. We do a little kissing and touching and see if we like it. If we don't, we can stop right away. If we do, well, we can fuck. Oh, I do wish you wouldn't call it that. Copulate. Fornicate. Screw. Bumpuglies. 
I'll call it whatever you want me to, Angel. The choice is yours. Aziraphale looked as if he were unsure, but considering it, and Crowley admired his acting skills in this scene. Are you sure it's not a sin? How could it be? Like you said, it was created by God. You even called it beautiful. Yes, it did seem rather. Crowley nudged his shoulder. Come on and try it with me. If you don't like it, we never have to do it again. Aziraphale gave him a look. You're really very wicked and I shouldn't listen to you. You may be lying. Crowley raised his right hand and said, May hell reassign me back into the pits if I'm lying. Oh, don't say that, Aziraphale urged him. Then they would assign another demon to Earth, and that one may not be as pleasant as you. I'm pleasant, am I? Crowley asked, his eyebrows raised. Don't let it get to your head, Aziraphale snipped. Crowley chuckled. <laughs> I promise you I won't. What do you say? Shall we give this sex thing a whirl? Well, I suppose I can't really see the harm, Aziraphale conceded. But we mustn't tell anyone. My lips are sealed, Angel. Aziraphale gave a short, satisfied nod. Very well. How do we... How do we begin? Crowley gestured to the soft patch of grass he'd mentioned a few minutes prior with a smile. Why don't you sit here with me and let's just see how we do? The angel gave an unsure look to Crowley, who nodded encouragingly. Then he nodded himself and went to sit in the grass under the tree. Crowley watched him sit primly and grinned to himself before he flopped down beside him, sprawling a little. Aziraphale was still adjusting his robes fussily, getting himself situated as if nervous. Crowley just let him, patient, until the angel finally seemed satisfied. He was sitting tailor-fashion, his back straight and his hands folded neatly in his lap. His hands didn't entirely hide his erection and Crowley smirked. Now what? Aziraphale asked. Crowley leaned just a bit closer. Did you ever watch the humans? Aziraphale's cheeks glowed and his eyes shifted away. I perhaps saw things sometimes. The demon leaned in closer, inhaling the scent of his angel. Did you ever happen to see how they get started? They seem to start with their hands and mouth, Aziraphale answered without meeting Crowley's eye. Crowley reached out and let one finger trace the skin of Aziraphale's cheek, his eyes following his progress. That's right. Is that how you'd like to start? It, it seems you already have, 
Aziraphale stammered. Crowley chuckled as he touched Aziraphale again, back up his cheek and around the shell of his ear. You're very beautiful, angel. In fact, you're the most beautiful creature I've ever seen. You can't have seen many creatures. I've seen all of them you've seen, Crowley rejoined, sliding a little closer. You outshine them all. I thank you, Crowley. Crowley was close now, so close he could feel Aziraphale's body heat. Hey, Angel. Yes, Crowley? Could I kiss you? I'm... I'm afraid I don't know how. I've never kissed before, you see. I've never done any of this before. Neither have I. But I have this sneaking suspicion that quite a lot of it is instinct. Either way, we can learn together, don't you think? Aziraphale's breath was shaky and his hands were now doing very little to hide his arousal. Crowley was so hard he was aching under his black robes, but doing his best to move things along slowly. He knew he wouldn't scare Aziraphale away, that Aziraphale wanted this as much as he did, but he was mindful of the roles they were meant to be playing. In Eden, he'd have been terrified of spooking the angel, so he tried to be slow now. I think, Aziraphale said, his voice tremulous, his eyes darting back and forth between Crowley's eyes and his mouth. I think maybe you should kiss me. Crowley's face split into a huge smile. My pleasure, angel. He closed the remaining distance between their mouths and kissed Aziraphale softly, gently, just a sweet press of lips against each other. Aziraphale's lips were soft and warm, and Crowley felt the reverberations all the way down to his fingers and toes. It wasn't long before their lips were sliding against each other, sipping each other's tastes, and Crowley was thrilled when he felt Aziraphale's hand come up to cradle his cheek. He parted his lips and let his tongue trace the seam of Aziraphale's mouth and almost smiled when the angel opened to him. Crowley deepened the kiss as quickly as he dared. Within seconds, they were kissing each other urgently, tongues battling and teeth clacking. Crowley felt Aziraphale's hand slide into his hair and made a little sound of pleasure. He let his hands wander a bit, sliding all over Aziraphale's body, bunching his robe in places and smoothing it in others. He was gratified when Aziraphale made encouraging little noises the closer he got to his cock and let his hand graze over Aziraphale's efforts. The angel let out a low moan when he did, a needy sound, and Crowley covered him. He didn't move just yet, only cupped Aziraphale's prick in his hand.
To his delight, Aziraphale rocked his hips upward, greedy little thing. Crowley broke the kiss and started applying his lips to Aziraphale's cheek, then his jaw, then paused to nibble his ear. A spot he knew drove Aziraphale insane. He got the desired response. Aziraphale shuddered and gasped. Crowley grinned around the earlobe between his teeth. Angel, he whispered. Yes, Crow Crowley? I think I'd like to touch you more, and I'd like for you to touch me. What shall we... Oh! His words were cut off when Crowley snapped, and suddenly they were both nude. Crowley wasted no time in wrapping his hand around Aziraphale's cock and stroking it lightly. Touch me, he begged. Please, angel, touch me. Aziraphale's hand appeared on his cock and started to caress him gently, hesitantly, with just his fingertips. It was maddening. Crowley wanted more. Am I doing it right? Aziraphale asked, reminding Crowley they were in a scene. He'd nearly forgotten. You're doing fine, Angel, but I want more. You won't hurt me, I promise. Touch me more. Aziraphale obeyed, wrapping his hand around Crowley's effort and beginning to pump it. Crowley moaned against the skin of Aziraphale's throat, then promptly began to suck a mark into his skin. Aziraphale's breaths were heavy in his ear, a little ragged, and Crowley sped up the motions of his hand. Aziraphale moaned. I have an idea, Crowley said. What? Oh, goodness! What's your idea? Do you trust me? Aziraphale blinked at him blearily, and Crowley knew he was trying to keep himself in scene. I suppose I must. Do what I say, Crowley said, scooting backwards, away from him, toward the tree. Aziraphale looked stricken that he was moving away and reached for him. But Crowley... Trust me, Angel, okay? Aziraphale nodded, biting his lip. Crowley's back finally hit the tree and he stopped, reaching for Aziraphale. Come here. The angel gave him a quizzical look, but walked over to Crowley on his knees, his effort bobbing with the motions. Crowley guided him until he was straddling Crowley's extended legs, sitting in his lap, Aziraphale's own legs wrapped around Crowley, their cocks touching. Once he was, mostly, in place, Crowley reached up and pulled Aziraphale down into a sloppy kiss while he finished positioning Aziraphale the way he wanted him. Aziraphale's kiss was nearly wild, his hands clutching Crowley's face, and Crowley knew he was losing a bit of his control. Good. 
Crowley slid one hand around behind Aziraphale between his cheeks, miracling some lubricant onto his fingers and seeking out his hole. He was surprised and thrilled to find that Aziraphale had already miracled himself open. His two fingers slid in easily, and Aziraphale gave a low, broken moan in his mouth. Crowley, please! Crowley fucked him on those fingers for a minute, scissoring them, his mouth still plastered to Aziraphale's. Aziraphale was rolling his hips, fucking himself, providing friction for Crowley's cock. Crowley hooked his fingers inside him, finding that spot, and Aziraphale cried out. Oh, please, dear, please. Are you ready for my cock? Yes, yes, please, give it to me. Crowley removed his fingers and quickly lined himself up with Aziraphale's hole. There was a frozen moment where the tip of his cock pressed against Aziraphale's entrance, Aziraphale hovering above him, ready to be filled, and Crowley just looked up into Aziraphale's blue eyes. Aziraphale gave him a short nod and lowered himself, taking Crowley's cock slowly, making both of them moan. Aziraphale's ass was so tight and hot and slick and perfect, Crowley was afraid he'd expire out of sheer pleasure. Jesus, he swore, his hands clutching the meat of Aziraphale's ass as the angel lowered himself further. Oh, Crowley, oh, Crowley, I'm so full. Your cock is so big and thick and hot. It's all yours, Angel, Crowley pledged. Every inch of it is yours. Fuck me, my love. Crowley smirked up at him as best he could. My pleasure. They started moving together, finding a rhythm for themselves quickly, Crowley fucking up with short thrusts and Aziraphale rolling his hips in a complementary pattern. Aziraphale's hands were still buried in Crowley's hair, tilting his face up at him and their noses were almost touching. They kissed sometimes, but mostly they just stared into each other's eyes, breathing each other's air, their roleplay forgotten. I love you, Aziraphale breathed. Oh, I love you. Yes, my darling. I love you too, Angel. Love fucking you. Do you like this? Yes, I love it. Fuck yourself on me, angel. Use me. Take your pleasure from my body. Aziraphale started bouncing then, riding Crowley in earnest, each thrust punctuated by a little grunt of pleasure. That's it, angel. Use me. Fuck me with that beautiful loss. Oh, Crowley! <sighs> 
Aziraphale had his head thrown back on his shoulders and Crowley dove forward to rain kisses across his chest and shoulders. He could feel himself getting closer, but it was all right. Aziraphale was skating closer to the edge, too. Your ass feels so good, Aziraphale. I'm getting close. Can you come for me? Yes, yes, oh, Crowley, yes! Fuck me harder! Crowley snapped, grabbing Aziraphale by the hips and fucking him as hard as he could. Aziraphale's hands were pulling Crowley's hair, clutching his head for dear life, while Crowley fucked him the way he loved it most. The slapping sounds of their flesh couldn't be heard over Aziraphale's cries for more. Crowley gave him everything he had, his teeth bared in a grimace of pleasure, his thighs burning and his brow dotted with perspiration. He was close, so close. Angel, he managed to ground out. Angel, please. Aziraphale's cock erupted between them, splattering both of them with his seat while Aziraphale screamed his pleasure. His ass clenched around Crowley's cock, tightening, and Crowley cursed as he fucked into his tight ass a few more times, then released with a mangled shout of Aziraphale's name. He wasn't aware of anything for long moments as he wrote the crest of his orgasm. Gradually, he became aware of things one at a time. The bark of the tree against his back. The sound of Aziraphale's harsh breaths in his ear. The feel of his love collapsed against him. He was still buried in Aziraphale's arse, his hands still clenched in Aziraphale's cheeks, and slowly he relaxed, stroking his angel's back lovingly. Aziraphale huffed a laugh in his ear. <laughs> Did we really just fuck against the tree of knowledge? Crowley gave a tired grin against Aziraphale's shoulder. Just like you wanted, right? God, yes! Kiss me! The next thing he knew, his mouth was full of the delightful taste of his love, their tongues lazily exploring each other's mouths, hands idly caressing. It was slow and easy, a sweet afterglow, and Crowley cherished it. I love you. He said when the kiss broke a minute later, smiling against Aziraphale's lips. I love you too. I'm sorry I broke character. It's okay. I broke it too. Did you like that? My dear, I loved that. Was it as good as your fantasies? Aziraphale kissed him lightly. Much better. Thank you. Oh, believe me, this was my pleasure. 
Aziraphale looked around the simulated Eden. You really did a remarkable job, dear. Maybe you should keep it like this so we can revisit. Crowley gave him a lopsided grin. Would you like to? Very much so. He chuckled. <laughs> Wicked, hedonistic angel. I'm your angel. Crowley kissed him sweetly. And don't you forget it. The End